Today's episode is sponsored by Dansoft Gamers. Dansoft Gamers is the leading distributor of video games and other consumer gadgets like the podcast microphone sets, ring lights, headphones, and affordable smartwatches, and many other cool gadgets. For these and more, visit their website at www.dansoftgamers.co. That is www.dansoftgamers.co. Um, I don't know if I should start doing this actually, like when I come in early in the in the Zoom, like I should start and talk while I wait for my guest to to show up. So today's guest, uh, he's called Tana Olson. Um, he's American. He is an author, a poet, a speaker. He's a lot of things. So I can't wait to have him on the podcast and to talk to him and what he has to say so i'm i'm excited to have tana in the building so we're gonna be waiting for him to show up and see um oh yeah he's right here all right let's get tana in the building My name is Barney Kibuka and welcome to another episode of the Ugandan Ball Talk Show. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey how's it going? One second, let me fix some. Yeah, you go through the same thing I go through because I record my podcast by myself, so I have to manage all the cameras and the light and all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's so many different things that you just have to do. All I right, know. I think this should be... I think this should be good. How are yeah. you doing? Nice to I'm meet you. Here. Nice to meet you too. So yeah, welcome to my my podcast. It's good to be here, man. I'm excited to chat with you. <laughs> Thanks for reaching out. It means I a know. lot. I know. Like uh, I actually made to ask you the first, like, was it crazy to see this random guy messaging you? Hey, I want to have you on my podcast. I'm like, who's a stranger? <laughs> no, I think that's how podcasting like I think that's how podcasting works. I think that's how the internet works. Like it's not like a, a random thing for someone to send me a message and say, hey, do you want to talk? Right. Especially because I'm somebody who puts a lot of words onto the internet and mm -hmm. I give away a lot of myself where it's not like a weird thing for people to say, yeah. do you want to talk more about what you do? So mm -hmm. I, I didn't think it was weird. I was really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I mentioned in, in the message I sent you, I've followed you for quite a while. Like I was trying to figure out the first, the day when I followed you, but, but I think it's been a few years, a few years, because um, I'm a kind of person who likes to read. So when I landed on your page on Instagram, I was like, wow, that's inspiring. That's encouraging. And every time I'll reshare, I'll repost, and I just save them on my phone. And like, hopefully one day, I, at the time, I didn't have a podcast, I think, when I started mm -hmm. following you. But when I got a podcast, I was like, it would be cool to sit down and talk to this guy and just pick yeah. his brains and learn about it. And like, <laughs> like what I said in the message, like I grew up in Uganda and mm -hmm. we didn't read a lot. Like in Uganda, we don't, we didn't have libraries. We didn't have, so you just read from what the teacher is teaching you. So that made me wanting to learn more. Like even when I moved to the United States, I wanted to learn. I wanted to teach myself some of the things I didn't learn when I was younger. And that's the reason why I landed on, on your podcast and on your Instagram and your mm -hmm. uh, words to speak. Yeah. And I was like, I need to have this guy on the podcast to just uh, talk with him. So how are you doing, man? And I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. I <laughs> I love doing podcasts. I like I like meeting new people, especially 
when it's like a pre-scheduled meet where it's like, yeah. I know that we're going to, you know, hang out and talk and chat. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been looking forward to this, you know, since, since last week or a couple of weeks ago when we nailed down a date. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's good to be here. Um, I'm calling from Nashville, Tennessee, where we live. And mm-hmm. uh, this morning I was doing some writing and now I have this podcast and I have another podcast this afternoon. So uh, it's good, man. It's good. How are things your way? My, things are good. Um, I just wanted to pick on one word I love the most. Like, I'm just happy to be here. Like, I got the hat, I got the hat yeah, on today too. <laughs> I see that everywhere. I'm like, I love that. I love that. I just, just happy to be here. Spread hope, and those are some of the things that I've really enjoyed on on your writing. And I mean, I know a lot of people have reached out to you to share with you testimonies of how your writings have inspired them. But if if nobody has, I'm here to tell you, like. Your writing has inspired me, improved, helping me stay strong and faith with my God, with God, and just reminding me all the little things that I might have forgotten. That's awesome. So, Thank you. Yeah. But you in Nashville, actually, I lived in Nashville for, no, not Nashville. I lived in Tennessee for a few months when I just moved to the States. I lived in Thompson Station. I don't know if you know where that is. I've heard of it. Yeah. Where where, where do you live now? I'm in Michigan. Um, hmm. So I moved to Michigan. What town? I mean near Grand Rapids. I don't know if you know where Grand oh, Rapids is. Grand Rapids, between yeah. Grand Rapids and Lansing. Okay. Lansing, Michigan, cool. which is the capital of Michigan. But I've been here for about five years. Um I lived in in Tennessee. Actually this was my second state that I went to when I first came to America. And then I moved to Alabama, went to college down there, the Southeastern Bible College. I was there for a year. And then I came to Michigan. So one of the things I wanted to start with uh, before we go into the stories and questions about your work and everything, um, your name, Tana, and you spell it with a T-A-N-N-E-R, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know, do you, you follow sports? I've, I've seen you the other day. I saw you wearing a Orlando Magic. Oh, man, I'm, I'm a big Orlando Magic fan. Oh, you are? It's, it's hard. Oh, my office. You can't really see like behind yeah. me. Uh-huh. So like this is I have Orlando Magic paraphernalia. Yeah. All o- like all over. So there's a yeah. little Penny Hardaway poster right over here. Okay. It's yeah. Yeah. I love I'm a big magic fan, big sports fan. So when I moved to America, I picked up on basketball. It's not a big sport where I'm from. I play soccer. Mm-hmm. That's my college yeah. jersey that I play. I, I follow English Premier League, Arsenal, my biggest mm-hmm. team. Um, but when I came to the U.S., I picked up on basketball and following you, I, I've seen you also like MJ and uh, Orlando Magic. So the other day I saw you wearing Orlando Magic. I like the Warriors. I picked up on the Warriors and just. Yeah. Went, just oh, as you sh- they're great. They're great. <laughs> but when I went to uh, uh, Orlando, actually, I visited the Orlando Magic. So I was there for but when I go to a city, I try to see, hey, is there any basketball going on? So I go watch a game or something. So I've been to a few NBA games and um, I love those. But like I said, I love soccer. And do you, do you watch any World Cup at all? We, you know, like any good American over here, we really got into it until yeah. America lost. But I will say we've watched almost every, uh, every day that it's been on, we've watched. So this past weekend, uh, we watched, what was it, England, and were they who they they lost to France or something yeah, like France, that? Yeah, England. Yeah, we watched that match and then we watched um uh, the Argentina Morocco? game and right. yeah. yeah. We we have yeah, the Morocco game. We were watching, I mean, there's some good games this past yeah. weekend. I, I like soccer. I just man, <laughs> I 
I'm not, if you play basketball, you're not in shape to play soccer, yeah. right? It's just like totally different. I mean, it's a lot of running. It's a lot of movement, yeah. um, but I don't know. I, I really respect uh, how dedicated and how, how good a shape y'all have to be in to play, you know, 45 minutes, 90 minutes, however long you're on the, on the field, but yeah. it's wild. So uh, there's a few American players I really like on the team, but the goalie is Matt Tana. I don't know if you picked up mm-hmm. on that, but he spells his name like T U R A N um T U R N E R. Um, yeah. And he plays for Arsenal. So he's uh, our second goalie for Arsenal in the Eng- in England. So, oh, he's not even the he's not even the starter? No, he's not. But oh wow. He's America's number one. And I was watching America just to watch him. So I just thought about that when I ha- I was gonna have you on the podcast. Oh, his name is different spelling, but the same way um yeah pronounce it so you mentioned about uh where you live um what were you born though before you moved to nashville orlando yeah so i grew up in orlando Uh, and that's you know i was born in in 1989 which was the same year the orlando magic became a team Mm -hmm. and so for me growing up in orlando like it was all about the magic i mean we had shaquille o'neal and penny hardaway and then eventually those guys moved on and we had dwight howard and Tracy McGrady. We had some good years. We had some, we've had a lot, we've had more bad years than we've had good years. But I think, you know, that's one of the reasons why I, and this is kind of, it'll, it'll break down at some point, but one of the reasons why I write about hope so much, a very small part of that is like, I follow a losing basketball team. Right. And so a lot of the times it's like you, you, you get excited and then they're just, they're not, they're not good. They're great players. I think they're a great organization, but they're just some like, you know, like the Warriors out there, incredible teams that are kind of stacked and we can't compete and injuries and all this. But there's this like. The Orlando Magic has beaten the Warriors in the past six games, I think. I was at that game. Yeah. I was, it was, I was at the game. The Orlando Magic beat the Golden State Warriors 130 (laughs) to 129. It was an amazing game. It was, was, it was, I was watching at home and every time the Warriors lose, like I'm so much into sports that if it affects me a little bit, like, yeah, I hate to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, yeah, when you talk about London Magic, everybody picks on them, like, oh, yeah. And when you hear these podcasts of like sports presenters, like, oh, yeah, everybody beats on London Magic, everybody loses. And yeah, they might not, but. But as, at the time that we're recording this podcast, we're on a three-game win streak. So everybody, everybody, watch out! <laughs> watch out! Watch out! So yeah, that explains uh, the love for Orlando Magic. We grew up in Orlando, yeah. and um, what brought you to Nashville? What did did you just decide to move? Many people, when I when people move to Nashville, the most ninety percent, I moved to Nashville to do country music. So <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I, I I can't sing. I can't play music. I. Yeah moved to Nashville. So I've moved to Nashville two times. The first time I moved to Nashville was back in 2016. I moved here to see about a girl who's now my wife. Mm-hmm. And so I moved here and we were here for, I, I lived here for about six months before taking a job in Texas, um, in Austin, Texas to work at a church. Okay. And while I was working at the church, I did a lot of writing uh, and I eventually released my first book titled I'm All Over the Place. And then from there, just uh, the my independent writing, uh, speaking, sharing poetry, traveling around the country and presenting, um, that kind of took off. Um, and so we moved back to, to Nashville to be closer to uh, some of our friends, closer to our families. Um, 
And so we moved back here in 2019, but I did not move here to play music. I don't play music. <laughs> I have like maybe two friends in Nashville that are musicians. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really incredible and creative town mm -hmm. and it's a it's an easier place to kind of travel from so i do a lot of events in the midwest and um the south and so it's kind of easier for me to hop on a plane and just kind of fly an hour or two this way or that way mm -hmm. um and be where i need to be um so yeah that's i didn't do not come here yeah to play music, but i i had that no down because i i mean i follow you i followed you mm -hmm. for years, so i know a little bits and bits of, of some of the things but yeah i meant to ask hmm does this guy ever play music or anything on the side? Oh. And like, from what I said, everybody, 90% of people, oh, then I moved to Nashville to pursue my country music. And yep. everybody's like that. And when I lived yep. in Nashville too, I, I didn't live in Nashville. Like Thompson Station is like 25 minutes from Nashville. But mm -hmm. like, since I was from Uganda, so they would give me tours around and say, hey, this is Keith Urban's house. This is like <laughs> tours on all those houses. It's like, wow, that's a big mansion. So I enjoy time in, in, in Nashville and the music city, just walking on the streets there. And I went to the Tennessee Titans game. I watched, mm -hmm. that was my first NFL game that I went to there. I enjoy, I enjoy time there. So you mentioned while you were talking about why you moved to Nashville and you mentioned where you wrote your first book because I was actually going to first... I was going to ask you your first published book, but there you mentioned it and the title of it, like, and you were an author and a poet. How many books have you published so far? Like from when you started? Yeah. So I I've released four books. Um, so I have a, I'm all over the place as you go, walk a little slower in a book titled continue. And so they're all collections of poetry, prayers, wonderings, writings, um, and it, you know, it took me a long time to, to get to a place to where I, I felt confident enough to publish a book, um, to think of myself as a writer whose words were worth sharing and passing along. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a fun, I've released a, a book every single year for the last four years. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a wild, wild journey. Yeah, that is really nice. And uh, I'm sure like some of the stuff you share with us, uh, the followers on, on Instagram, some of the things you write about in the book. And I got to say, there was really one time in my life, and I'm sure a lot of other people's lives, where life was hard. Um, this was, what year was it? I don't remember the year, but this was when like all the killings in the United States and mm -hmm. people were demonstrating, people were hard heart people were scared of their lives personally i'm from uganda i was living in the united states and see all these things happening in the news whatever is going on i like scared of my life i'm like I don't, i'm not part of anything but because of who you are because of your skin color nobody's gonna get time to ask mm -hmm. you you're from uganda you're from here but during that time you shared some of the your work that i was reading i'm like Oh my gosh, it's about like bringing hope. And I have some of these things saved in my phone. And like, when you say you spread hope, that's more than just a word. And like, mm -hmm. you, I like when you say written to speak because the words you write speak in somebody's heart. And at that time, I've never been hopeful than I was just reading from what you were writing from wherever you were. And these words are just going out of the world. And they reached out to this boy, Bonnie, and just reading that. And brings back hope i'm like no you're not alone like mm. you're not gonna have to worry about that yeah 
whatever is going on around the world. But in the midst of all that, there is hope. And I think that line is somewhere in your writings. Like in the midst of everything that's going on around, there is hope. And mm-hmm. yeah, I gotta say, I wanted to testify to you that some of that writing, even if they're just two lines, three lines, like they helped me go through the situation. And I appreciate you for letting God use you to make those writings to help people out there. Um, what has been your favorite out of the four books? I mean, you love all your four books and all of them are great, but like, yeah. which, which one do you think I was like, I enjoyed writing um, this book? I, my favorite, well, just to, you know, to say, to respond to all that you said, it was 2020 was a really wild year with the pandemic and with a lot of the, um, uh, unfortunate killings and protests and, and all the things that not only our country went through, but I think a lot of the world was going through as well. And um, I'm really glad that some of the things that I wrote could give you a little bit of hope. And um, yeah, it, I, it was a, it was a terrible time. And I know that there's still a lot of work and conversations to have. So, mm-hmm. um, but the line that you were thinking of is um, in all that is heavy, there is hope. Um, and that's one of the things that I remind myself of time and time again. Uh, the book that I liked the most that I've written is this one titled Walk a Little Slower. Well. So that's that one is my favorite. Um, is that why you decided to name your podcast that? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I just like I don't know. That's something that I need to hear is uh, to walk a little slower and to yeah. slow down. And um, yeah, it, I don't know. The book just kind of came to be and it's been fun and a lot of people seem to resonate with it and, and enjoy what's inside. Um, but yeah, it's, it was, that was a fun one to put together. And I think that was the one that I was like, when I released it, I was most excited about in the one that I, if, if anybody asked me like, Hey, I'm, I'm new to your work. Like what book should I read of yours? My first response is like, I think you should start with this one. This is a good thing. <laughs> you'll get, you'll get to know me a little bit. You'll get to know my writing. You'll get to know um, the things that I, I like to share. So yeah, good question. So in the, you, you mentioned four books and I also saw somewhere you were writing another book. Is that mm-hmm. the fifth one? The, the fifth one is coming. I hope so. At some point, uh, okay, we'll, right. we'll see. It's, no, oh. it's it's not done. It's it's uh, we're working on it though. Okay, I was gonna ask you to to just what should we expect in that one? If you, I, if, well, if, I, if I can tell you what you can expect. I can tell okay. you. So you're gonna you can get you'll get still get some poetry, uh, but it'll be a lot more storytelling. Okay. So it'll feel more of like. Um, You'll get insights to my life, the things that I've gone through, the things that I've learned. Um, so I tell stories about like my childhood and mm-hmm. uh, wrestling with faith and becoming a writer and all that kind of stuff. And um, it's, yeah, it's a book full. It's a book of just about me. Yeah. So w- when I started my podcast is I, mm-hmm. I host people to just share about their stories. My podcast, I started it just to share my story on how God has helped me through my journey. Mm-hmm. I say, I host, now that when I bring guests, I like to ask them about their childhood, how they grew up, because I want to know, and I want other people to listen to their childhood, to relate to it. Because mm-hmm. mostly of my guests that I have from Uganda, and these are people that have done something, and then I want kids in Uganda to listen to my podcast and get inspired by some of the stories. And I love mm-hmm. stories. And when you say the book is out of stories, I'm gonna make sure I'll get I'll get one of those one of those to just read about your life. And I love listening to people's stories and see how God has used 
them like and even if they're not christians like i like to hear their stories to see how their journey has been and to see their struggles and uh, yeah i can't wait uh, to read about um your childhood and and what what you went through i listened to one of your episodes um on on the podcast i checked it out um and i listened to one of the where you're talking you, you're still talking about hope and just listening to episode 40 that you released oh yeah, yeah yeah and just checking it out and just listening to it you're talking about hope and i love it i love it man i love i feel like when i need somebody in my life to just remind me I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up, my dad is a pastor in Uganda. So I grew up around the world. I grew up around that. But sometimes, even if you grew up around that, you need somebody to remind you about that hope. You can't just say, oh, I know everything. My dad was a pastor. We grew up reading the Bible every day. But what's the purpose of your writing to you? Well, I, I mean, I, kinda, I think that's what you just said. It is, uh, the idea is to, is to spread hope and to remind people of the things that they that they probably know to be true. Like, I, I don't think that you read my writing and you're like, oh, that's a brand new idea. I've never thought about that. If anything, what you might be getting from it is, oh, I I think I forgot that along the way. Like I, I like you, like I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I've I've never not considered myself to be a follower of Jesus. I've always followed Jesus. Um, I believe that he is hope. Like he is, he is the promised one. He is the one that we are waiting for. And he's the one that I trust in. But I also know that life is heavy and difficult and weird and that our minds and our hearts can get loud and um, we can forget about the things that we know to be true. And so with my writing, with my work, uh, I want to, I want to be honest. Um, I want to spread hope and I, and I want people to, you know, to come, to come to my words and, and know that they're going to hear something that's true um, and something that's that's hopeful and maybe something that's funny because I sometimes I like <laughs> to make people you know like it's just there's a lot but um, yeah. I think that's I mean that's really it is um, to be honest about the things that I've I've come to to know to be true the things that are heavy the things that are hard but also the things that are hopeful when you're answering that you you touched about your hope being in Jesus and your hope mm-hmm. is in Jesus and you grew up in a Christian home but I know there was a moment in your life you personally made the decision to bring Jesus in your life or to have Jesus in your life. What made you, and when was the time when you decided that you want to put your heart in Jesus and you want to have Jesus in your life? Yeah. Well, I mean, so I grew up in a, in a Christian home and I was baptized as a, as a baby, but there was this, there was one point when I was in high school and I don't know, do you remember being like 15, 16 years old? Like life is just really it's always kind of weird, but when you're 15 or 16, like you're just kind of all over the place. You have a lot of questions. You have a lot of hormones, a lot of emotions. And uh, we went on a, a service trip. And one night we were reading through John chapter 13. And it's a story when Jesus washes the the disciples feet right before he goes to the cross. And so we had, it was a uh, our, our youth leaders, like they demonstrated that for us. So they like washed our feet. And I just remember thinking like of all the questions that I have, of all the things that I've gone through, the, the things that I will go through, like, like Jesus is, is real. Mm-hmm. Like there's like, there's no, like to me, yeah. that changes everything. And I, and like from that point on, I was like, Oh, 
it's something just kind of like clicked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it just it 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 made more sense to me. Colors were more were brighter. Like everything yeah. just kind of changed. So that's kind of the moment that I go back to time and time again is like that's when there was like a something click. Something seemed to um, in my thinking at least mm-hmm. began to change. Yeah, I share these a lot. Like I grew up in a Christian home and my parents did whatever they can to teach me about Jesus. And um, when when I share my testimony with people, but the other thing too, like I grew up in a poor country, but mm-hmm. then I had also friends that had when decent lives. I, I admired them. I wanted to be like them, but my parents went on the went on reach and uh, but I went, I, I started stealing, like we were stealing stuff and just, and one time I got caught in the shop stealing because I was stealing sunglasses. I really loved sunglasses. And uh, <laughs> I share, I, I work with the organization called Submersions Pass. I don't know if you've heard about it mm-hmm. in the United States. And they also, they under the ministry, they have Operation Christmas Child, but they pack shoe boxes and send them to third world countries and I happen to receive one of those so every time I share with the people how I give my life to Christ I get to the part I'm like I love sunglasses but I knew <laughs> my parents couldn't afford to buy those sunglasses for me and I reached out to steal these sunglasses off the table and I was like I'm gonna steal them and this shop shopkeeper the guy saw me stealing them he grabbed my hand and I thought he was gonna punish me at that time I thought he was gonna do something and at that shop was opposite to the police station and at that time, they would take kids to the police station to have them beaten up. So they have the policemen beat them up so they don't steal again. And those policemen, they were ruthless. Like they were, they didn't care because they're, yeah. they're not your parents or they're not anything. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to discipline you. But this guy didn't do that. He said, I'm forgiving you and I don't want you to do this again. And growing up in a Christian home, that was experiencing yeah. grace in my life. I deserved to be punished. Mm-hmm. But this guy decided to forgive me and he told me not to do this again. And that's when I went and told my mom what I'd been doing because I was hiding it away from them. At home, they didn't know anything that was happening mm-hmm. outside of my life. They knew they were raising this child that loves God, this kid that goes to church every Sunday, but on the side with my friends would go out and steal and do all this stuff. But when I explained that, when I told her that, she started crying. She's like, man, I've failed oh. as a parent. But I told her mom, I want to give my life to Christ and change my behaviors. And she was happy. She prayed with me. And then I gave my life to Christ at the time when I decided like I want to change. And I wanted to change my life at the time. And that's how I came to give my life to Christ. So I, I figured when you shared me with yours, I wanted to share a little bit of that. And wow. it was through grace. And every time I see the word grace, I want to extend the grace to somebody else because some grace somebody gave to me. And it helped me to change my life like till today. That's that's a wild story. Do you have do you have nice sunglasses today? Yeah, I do. Actually, <laughs> so when you when you talked about like you you go to different places and travel, I was like, I'm gonna yeah. ask you that later on, but now it's coming up. I do travel with the Samaritan Spas. They take me to different churches across America. Like I fly to different churches in different states. Like I've been to mm-hmm. Texas, California, everywhere. So I go to churches and I share that story with people and they share. Mm-hmm. So one church I was sharing and this guy comes up to me after speaking. He's like, Bunny, I heard these sunglasses. <laughs> they were Oakley's. He gave them to me and he gave me Oakley's. 
I still have them till today. I looked up the price of those Oculus were like $175. Like I've never owned any of those. Yeah. A special case. So I only wear them in the summertime. They're so nice. I, I just put them there. So yeah, I do. That's I do awesome. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Dance of Gamers. Dance of Gamers is the leading distributor of video games and other consumer gadgets like the podcast microphone sets, ring lights, headphones, and affordable smartwatches, and many other cool gadgets. For these and more, visit their website at www.danceofgamers.co. That is www.danceofgamers.co. I wanted to touch base on um, part of your life. You mentioned you're mm-hmm. married and you're in Nashville. And one of the funniest things that I was, what well, you posted, a, a, you made a post a while back is about you getting to wanting to know people, no, letting people mm-hmm. know about you. And also at the end, you wanted people to, in the comments, to talk about themselves so you can know right. about them. And I, I thought I liked that. I was like, I'm going to bring that up in my podcast because I like <laughs> how you went through your life. And I was like, yeah, that gives me some basis of where to start from. It's funny that you named your dog Golden Doodle Pancake. Why, why did you come up with that name Pancake? So how- I, have, I have a poem titled Welcome. And I wrote this poem back in 2017. Like, so okay. pretty, pretty long while ago. Um, for reference, we got Pancake in 2020. But I wrote this poem in 2017. And it was kind of at a time when I was, I, I felt like I was done with writing. Like I felt I was like ready to give up. Like I just was like, I'm not going anywhere with this. Like it's just not happening for me. Uh, and so my wife was like, well, just, you know, just kind of keep at it. And so I wrote a poem titled Welcome. And the whole poem is basically like an introduction to who I am. And, and in the poem, there's a line where it says, um, uh, in one day, we're going to have a dog. And we're going to name him Pancake. And hey, man, three years later, uh, we picked up a dog named Pancake. So I kind of like wrote it into existence. But uh, so Pancake, this is what Pancake looks like. He's a sticker on my, Mm -hmm. he's a golden doodle. So I saw today you were on a walk. I was, I saw you were on a walk. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, I mean, it's, uh, we got him the day the pandemic began um, in the United States. So March 14th is 2020s when we picked Pancake up. and uh yeah so i kind of wrote that into existence um but yeah it just happened to work out we didn't grow up with pets we had a dog mm-hmm. but ours was a security dog it just stays outside you never see it during the day it only comes out in the night so when i moved to america i saw people have their dogs in the house i'm like that's weird how do people have dogs in the houses but the more i lived here the more i got used to it like people have dogs yeah. it's normal <laughs> and uh, i lived with a family that had a had a golden dude i was like Wow, I'd, I'd never seen a golden doodle in Uganda. That was my first time to see it here. It's like, wow, that's I like the 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 skin. I like how they look. <laughs> I like that. But we had talked about getting a golden doodle because our neighbor has a really nice golden. Doodle. It's big, and it's like really big, big. and fluffy. Yeah, yeah. And that's I awesome. love them because they're just like they'll be just fun. Like it's uh, I I want to get one of them, but maybe. I hope you do. If yeah. you need a breeder, let me know. I'll tell, I'll tell you where to get one. <laughs> okay all right yeah um, the other thing i i thought was wasn't funny but i, I was curious about it i was gonna ask you because you love your your coffee love mm-hmm. are you drinking coffee yeah. right now the one what was in your cup that's cool you got it. <laughs> yeah so you like your coffee black 
with no creamer and no sugar. I was like, how? Because the first time I tried coffee without <laughs> creamer, I almost passed out. Like, no. So I was like, how? How do you like, I drink coffee now, but I got to have creamer or sugar. Something's got to be in the house. Either milk, creamer, or one of those things. I can't do You just it. don't like the taste? No, it's not. Oh, man. How, 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 why don't you like cream on the sugar? I just don't need it, man. You know, like, uh, and this is like, I am, I, I was under the impression a long time ago that if you drink coffee black, you were like a manly man. That's not true <laughs> yeah. at all. That's just how you like your coffee. Uh, I just don't need the cream or sugar. Um, I like it just kind of the way that it is, but that's usually how I am with like a lot of things where it's just like, yeah. just give it to me the way that it's, it comes out. Like, that's yeah. just how I want it. Um, yeah, well, sorry about that. Like, I, I can't do any of like the uh, the uh, the like Starbucks drinks where yeah. it's like like a milkshake, like a little coffee milkshake. Yeah. I can't do those kind of things. We just bought a, a camel macchiato. Is it camel macchiato? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just picked it up. Um, what is your favorite? Do you what's your favorite coffee place? There's a there's a spot in in Nashville that just opened up a little while ago called uh, Flora and Fauna. So that's a place where I'll go and write most mornings. Um, okay. And then there's a, a spot down in Austin, Texas, um, in Cedar Park, Texas, uh, called Redhorn. And I used to do a lot of writing there, too. So two coffee spots that like are, are near and dear to my heart these days. It's funny. Um, I, I was a tea person. Like in Uganda, we picked up the, the British way of like we drink a tea. And I, I do tea most of the times. Even my workplace, they do coffee. But. I have my tea bags that bring them from Uganda. Like if anybody's going to Uganda, he brings me like 300 tea bags. I know <laughs> those are going to take me throughout the year or something. So I yeah. drink every morning, but a few mornings I was like, oh, let me try coffee again. But I got to have it with the cream. But that's how I drink it. Uh, one of the questions I, I forgot to ask you earlier was when did you pick up your writing? Like, Did you grow up writing or did you pick it up at some point? Yeah, I, I started writing in middle school, uh, but it wasn't anything that I did seriously. I just had a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings. And so I would just write. I would write, you know, little poems and, and, and little stories and stuff like that. And then as I got older, I, I just kind of kept I kept at it. Um, I never thought that this was going to be a career um, until after I graduated college. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe the things that I'm writing um, can connect with other people. Um, can can be kind of a force for good in the world. Um, and so in 2012 is really when I started um, writing like with a lot of passion, okay. um, 2012, 2013. Um, but yeah, I never thought this would be my job or this would be what I get to do. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm excited that it is. I'm, I'm yeah. thankful that people have responded to the things that I've written in the ways that they have. Yeah, I'm glad God used you for that because... I always like when something is impacting other people's lives, especially if it's impacting my life. I like to appreciate that. And I'm thankful to God that he has given me this opportunity to sit down and talk with you and share with you some of these things that I've enjoyed from your writing and how they have helped me. And that's the other thing I love about my podcast too. Like when I share my personal story and somebody out from Uganda, someone's like, Bonnie, I love it that you share these things. You inspire me. And, um, one of the things I, I said is every podcast and uh, the last recording I did, I was like, maybe people are tired of hearing my <laughs> dream, but like 
as a, as a kid growing up in Uganda, I'd never seen, I've seen airplanes pass by in the sky. I'd never been on an airplane till I was like 21. And today I'm an airplane mechanic. I work on planes in, in America. Like I fix airplanes or private jets and I get to take pictures of like people see where I work. And some of the kids in Uganda say, Bunny, I've never been on a plane. But when I see you closer to the plane, it makes me feel like my chances to be on a plane are getting closer too. So it's like I'm their hope. I'm like, they yeah. feed me and that goes through them. And that inspires me. And I like when, when people tell me that. That's really cool, man. That's real. That's real. I, I love that you're doing this, <laughs> that you, you created a podcast and Hey, that you're, you're, you're spreading hope in your own way too. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really awesome. And I, I, there's a lot of, I've also have posted two poets from Uganda and I, I did this because I wanted like even other kids in Uganda to, to listen to you and how you started and how you're doing. And some of them might not know you. Or, but when they listen to this podcast, they'll come out and check out on your work and maybe they'll get inspired, although they'll get hope like I did. And those who love to write will get inspired to write more. And us who are just there, happy to be there, who are just <laughs> happy to be there and hear what you guys write. Uh, Today's episode is sponsored by Dance of Gamers. Dance of Gamers is the leading distributor of video games and other consumer gadgets like the podcast microphone sets, ring lights, headphones, and affordable smartwatches, and many other cool gadgets. For these and more, visit their website at www.danceofgamers.co. That is www.danceofgamers.co. How yeah. do you say your last name? Kibuka. Actually, that's no. tricky because living in America now, I've been here for eight years. So people in America pronounce it Kibuka. But when yeah. I'm in Uganda, they say Chibuka. It's like a C-I uh, yeah. or C-H-I or something like that. But I've picked up on the accent, even though some people can't tell because I still speak like with an accent. But back home, they think I have an American accent. So Oh, really? Yeah, they, they think I have an American accent. But anyway, I, I wanted to just sit down with you and um, t talk to you and share what your work has done in my life and also get to know you and have you on my podcast so my people my friend back in uganda will listen to your story and they also might benefit the same way i benefited and uh, i enjoyed having you on here but before i finish this i have questions i ask people at the end and one of the questions i ask what has been your life lesson you've learned in life to this point my life lesson. You know, I, I think one of the, the big things that I have to remind myself of, um, and that a lot of people might need the reminder of too, is um, just to give it time. Mm -hmm. Like we can't, you can't have it all in a day. You know, yeah. the, the, the dreams that we have, the, the ideas that we have for our life, they don't just happen overnight. And so we have to give them time. And, you know, I think it's, uh, it's it's easy to get frustrated uh, or to feel alone, um, especially when life isn't the way that you want life to be. But, um, you know, there have been seasons and uh, days and moments where life has not been what I wanted it to be. And so I've just had to remind myself just to to give it time to yeah. to to walk a little slower, mm -hmm. uh, to spread hope and to just give it time. Yeah, actually, I meant to to say something when you mentioned that word, walk a little slower. 
and when I read it the first time, um, I went to college. Okay, actually, before I say the recording, one of my friends was asking me because we just met. She's from Uganda. She's been to the U.S. So she was asking me uh, if I went to school for aviation or went to school for something else because I work in aviation. But I went to school to Bible college, and then I did a bachelor's degree in Bible theology, and then I did a bachelor's degree in cultural anthropology. So I kind of have like three degrees. So she was like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. But when I went in college for cultural anthropology, one of the classes I took, they were teaching us on how to slow down and don't react to everything. Like if something is happening in a situation, don't just react right away. Mm. Pause and understand what's what's taking place, what's going on. And it, yeah. every time you take that pause, it saves you a lot of like conflict. It saves you a lot of other things that might have come and just like so when i saw the word walk a little slower like don't just rush into something just take your steps take your steps and like that's even with my podcast like i see other people's podcasts like just booming out of the sky like oh my gosh they have numbers but i when i see that too it reminds me just go slow go on your own pace like just Mm -hmm. take it slow and easy and And also like numbers are just numbers yeah impact you can't put a number on impact and what you're what you're doing with your your podcasts it's impactful and so just because there's not a lot of numbers behind it that doesn't mean that it's not good or doesn't mean that doesn't matter and even if there are a lot of numbers behind it it doesn't mean that it's good it doesn't mean that it matters you know so it's just like what you're doing like if it it matters to you it's going to matter to somebody else that is is cap right there i shouldn't even disturb it or anything i just want to yeah you know, that's the word right there oh <laughs> the other question is what gets you excited about life what gets me excited about life one day bonnie one day the orlando magic are going to win a championship <laughs> well he's got to be patient he's got to yeah. give it time yeah so there i mean it's 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 the things that i i have and that's that's kind of a joke i'm, I'm also a little serious but there are things that haven't happened yet that i want to have happen and so i I wake up every day and uh, every day I wake up is another day that I get to pray for those things and hope for those things and, and wait for those things. Um, but also, I mean, you know, there's, there's a, a lot of life worth living and a lot of people worth talking to and meeting and getting to know. And so that's kind of what, that's what gets me excited. Um, that's what wakes me up every day. And um, there's a lot of words that I have not written yet that I want to write a lot of stories I haven't shared that I want to share. And so, I mean, I got a, I got a long to-do list. So you can't, and you can't check those things off if you're asleep. So (laughs) that is true. Um, I have a third question I ask people, but I'll let you, I'll give you this. If you have any question you want to send to me, that you want to ask me, because I know you're a podcaster too. If you have any question you want to ask me and you want me to answer, I'll do, I'll answer that. How many podcast episodes have you done? Uh, currently, on Saturday, I just released 106 episodes. So I started two years ago. Um, yeah. And I started just by myself, just sitting behind the mic and just talk. And like I told you earlier, like I said, sharing my story. I shared mm-hmm. my journey from Uganda to America. And after getting to America, how God guided through because my story is kind of crazy how i came to america and how god took me to where i was supposed to go um and i wanted to share that to somebody 
especially mm-hmm. I, I'd say especially to Uganda because I feel like God has put me out there to help other people go through my steps and I want I use that so I was like you know what somebody was telling me to write a book because I shared with people about my story and just like hey this is what God has told me this is what and some people who lived by me, with me they saw things that were happening in my life so like Bonnie, yeah. you should write a book so I'm not a writer like I mentioned that to you in a, you know when when I email messaged you I I figured I can't write but I can talk um and I was like you know what I can write a book but I'm yeah. going to use a podcast and share some of the bits of my story and maybe people will will get to hear about that and some of these things come up so when i host different oh yeah when i i did that i was like i'm sure there's a lot of other people out there that have stories that would want to share those stories to other people to the world so then i started inviting guests on the podcast um and every time when i sit down with the guests when they share something like when i took down to talks to you i've never shared my testimony on how i gave my love to christ but when i'm with you I share that and mm-hmm. when I'm with another guest they pop these events in my life that I get to share so when I have guests even the listeners get to hear bits of my stories so that's how that's how I see that how, that's how it works that's awesome man I, I love I love what you're doing and it's it's like it like again man it all matters mm-hmm. right I mean the 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 friends that you get to reach back in Uganda and even around the United States like you know listening to these conversations like it I don't know anything that helps people remember that hope is real and that they're not alone. I think it's worth doing. Yeah. Have you been to Africa? If not, I was supposed to go in January, okay. um, but I wasn't able to make the trip. Um, but I hope to go one day. What country were you going to go to? Uh, was it Zimbabwe? Okay. Yeah. I've had, yeah. I've had three friends from Zimbabwe on the podcast and I enjoy. I love it when I talk to people from even Africa, like from different countries, because we all, even if we're from Africa, we all have different stories. And I love to share, to talk to other people from like Africa and anybody, anybody who is willing to come on the podcast and have a conversation. I love it. It's like, it's a therapy for me. Like when I meet a new person and we just sit down for 50 minutes, I talk and talk and talk and just, it helps me feel better. And just, it feels like, it makes me feel like now I've talked to you, like even if we never talk again in years and know, oh, I have a friend, Tanner, so he's, he's out there. I talked to him one day. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk again. We'll yeah. talk again. Yeah, we, I, that, that's what I enjoy about podcasting too, is you get to meet people and, and what, what you're doing is you get to, I mean, we get to kind of help each other in this too. You know, we get to, uh, you know, after you post this, I get to share it around and say, Hey, I got to meet Bonnie. And yeah. you get to say, Hey, I got to meet Tanner. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. You, and then you get to invite people into the conversation too. And hopefully the conversation that we have will encourage someone to go talk to somebody else and That's talk right. to somebody else. And so again, man, like it all, it all connects. It all matters. Yeah. All right, Tanner. Thank you very much. I don't want to take a lot of your time because I know you have another podcast recording you got to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. to me i know we africans we like to talk a lot and take a lot of time <laughs> but, well, i like it i like yeah. it man i'm i'm from the south we can talk for a little bit too <laughs> uh but yeah thanks for having me on it really it really means a lot really appreciate yeah. you all right thanks brother hey, and hey hold on hold on one second let me take a picture of this and i'll post it I'll, on actually, i'll put I'll it on my on, i'm gonna post it on instagram okay all right. all right great i'm gonna post that right now and i'll tag you
All right, thank you. I usually do yeah, man. With my guests, I take pictures and share them. But yeah, I will. I'm, I'm so blessed to talk to you. I'm so honored. Oh, I didn't even share this. I need to share this before you go. Oh, yeah, tell me. Last week when we we're gonna sh- we we're gonna record, I was ready. I set up my cameras, my lights, everything. It was like 30 minutes before we we record, and I like to be early. And I had a. They were doing a root canal on my tooth, so they were like, I, they, I, they were like, oh, you will call you in later. At like five our recording was at three i was like yeah i'll have time by five we'll be done and um i went to grab lunch i was eating lunch in my car i was just chewing 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 as well and i pulled the tongue in my tooth and was like i'm missing a tooth <laughs> my tooth is gone i have a podcast recording it in 20 minutes like my tooth is gone so i shoot you an email I was like i swallowed my tooth and i went to the dentist they, they laughed at me because they're like but they were like you're not the first person to do it so i couldn't do it <laughs> but yeah, that's and, it's, and it's it's okay it's okay now you're good yeah, you're okay, good. Yeah. okay i went back they fixed it and it's all and it was my front too that's why i canceled the podcast i was like there's no way i'm coming on a podcast with oh you. man <laughs> I, I i tried so hard not i laughed when you sent me that email because it was i was like Wow, that's crazy. I, I read it to my wife too, and she was like, "Oh, that's terrible." So I'm glad. I'm glad everything worked out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. I, I yeah. planned to say that at the beginning, but I forgot. I got drawn into that's the- fine. That's fine. That's fine. Awesome, dude. Well, nice to meet you. I'll I'll catch up with you again soon. All right, man. Let's keep in touch. All right. All right. I'll see you. Hey there, uh, this is Bonnie Kibuka, the host of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Thanks for watching and listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend and recommend somebody to this podcast. Don't forget to leave a feedback on this podcast because that's how we grow. And also don't forget to share, like, subscribe, and comment. Join us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So we'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much and be blessed.